0: ever thought about where local restaurants get the mushrooms that they serve in their delicious meals? Probably not. But you may not have known that there is a local connection. This month's Soundbite segment with our partners at Sauce Magazine features Nicola McPherson of Ozark Forest Mushrooms. She's an immigrant from the UK who runs a mushroom farm. Her business supplies mushrooms to many of the restaurants in the St. Louis area. And she joins me in studio today to talk about how she got her start in mushroom farming and how she keeps it going. Also joining us is Sauce Magazine Managing Editor, Catherine Kleene. Welcome. Thank you for joining us today, ladies. Thanks for having us. Well, let's just start at the beginning. How did you get started?
1: Well, that's a long question. a lot of people find it extraordinary that a British woman is growing Japanese mushrooms in the Ozarks. Uh, I started off because I met my husband, junior year abroad in England. And uh, cut a long story short, we married, moved over, and uh, his family farm is uh, deep in Shannon County, in a very rural, remote area of Missouri. Um, and we started, uh, he'd been to a conference in Kansas City and had learned that. Um, The area of Ozarks is rather similar to northern Japan. Uh, We have uh, a huge, vast supply of oak logs and springs, fresh water. Uh, Local people know how to work with timber and cordwood. Um, And that shiitake mushroom production on oak logs was a wonderful uh, business to start. So we started off just as a hobby, really, Sharon, six logs. Then the next year, it was 100 logs. And then it went to 1,000. And now it hate to say it but it's mushroomed and we did <laughs> we just inoculated uh this last winter 6700 white oak uh shiitake logs.
0: Well I know you are very proud of that. I know it's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. Well, you know, I'll share with our audience uh, that um Nicola has uh, brought some of the mushrooms in, so can you paint a picture for our audience about what you have here, what we're, what you're talking about? Just yes, tell them.
1: Yeah, I think what sets me apart from other mushroom farmers is my um, niche product is the oak log chanterelles. And so in the box here, we have an oak log, which um, you can see the inoculation sites of where we've actually punched or drilled holes in the log and then inoculated or punched in the spawn or the seed of the shiitake mushroom. And then we sealed it over with a hot cheese wax. We do all this in the winter when the sap is down in the oak logs. So I work with um, cordwood timber guys out there in the woods, and I am the only woman doing this. (laughs) Um, And then I have a crew of local people down at the farm who help inoculate. And it always runs around from Thanksgiving right through to the beginning of March. Uh, and there's not work, not much work to do in the area at that time of year. So a lot of local people are, are happy to get the work. Um,
0: Describe this log that you brought yeah. in here today.
1: So it's, uh, it's actually a log kit. The ones we have at the farm are four foot long. Um, and so, like you can see, there's a diamond pattern of holes that we drill into the log, and then uh, we have the ladies that then punch the spawn in, and then a person with a hot dobber comes along with a hot cheese wax to cover over the inoculation site.
0: My cheese wax.
1: Cheese wax is it's like putting a band aid on it, and it's it's uh, food grade, um, and then it keeps any other um, other fungus out of the log. Um, And it also keeps the spawn from drying out. Okay, and what kind of
0: mushrooms do you have today?
1: Yeah, so growing on this log, you can see um, there's some baby shiitakes. And uh, they're very different from the ones that you buy in the store, which are often grown on sawdust blocks. Uh, So I have a sawdust-grown one here, which is very smooth and thin, stemmed. Um, It looks like it's sort of a different mushroom. My mushrooms are very, at this time of year, they're super thick. Um, they have these beautiful oh goodness, cracked tops, mm-hmm. and in Japan, I was very fortunate and went to Japan about three years ago and toured all the mushroom farms. And in Japan, these uh, the ones we grow here, the cracked tops, are known as the grade one flower donko shiitake, and you can see they look like steaks. They're <laughs> they're super thick, juicy. Um, meaty, woodsy tasting, Uh, they do have a different uh, flavor profile from the sawdust-grown ones. And that's why chefs, I think, once they taste the difference, there's no going back.
0: Well, that gives us a chance to ask Catherine, (laughs) what (laughs) was it about uh, these mushrooms that... uh, Sauce Magazine sure. found interesting. I mean
2: it's exactly that and and we've we've you know t- t- talked to Nicola many times over the years about her mushrooms and and f- talked about the restaurants that feature them uh, many times. I actually made dinner last night with some of her shiitake mushrooms I picked up at the farmers market on Saturday. The thing about those mushrooms and if you look at them you really do see the difference. The one from the store tend to be they have those very smooth tops, they tend to be a little paler. And the ones that you get from her have those cracked tops like she was talking about. They're a little darker. They're much thicker. And they're, they're just a meatier, earthier, for lack of a better word, more mushroomy-tasting mm-hmm. mushroom. Everything is just more intense. You get that umami flavor. Um, and once you get a mushroom of that quality, it's really hard to go back to buying a grocery store product. So I really enjoy cooking with her product at home. And I know a lot of chefs in town really enjoy working with them as well for just a more intense flavor.
0: Okay, I'm not trying to get you to do a commercial here, but what types of restaurants uh, might be interested in Nicola's? Uh, sure, um,
2: and Nicola, you probably have a more updated list than, than I do. Um, I believe um, places like Farmhouse, does Niche Food Group still use yeah. your product yes. as well? So. Yeah, Gerard Craft has always bought products for me. Yeah, so <laughs> mm-hmm. it's it, I mean, I've seen the name on, on several menus around town. You can probably be more specific yeah. as to which ones. Yeah,
1: I mean, we go from St. Louis, from Annie Guns all the way out Chesterfield, Yaya's, um, Farmhouse, um, Urban Chestnut, all their facilities buy from us. Juniper, uh, the new restaurant called Vicia now buys from us too. Um, we even go out as far as St. James and we sell to the um, public house brewery and just to taste. We go to you Columbia. you stay mostly
0: in Missouri though?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we do sell to um, two or three places in Columbia. Broadway Brewery, uh, the Wine Cellar, and the University of Missouri Club, and we even sell at the local Echo Bluff State Park, which is just literally 15 minutes around the corner from the farm. So,
2: um, yeah, there's there's not a lot of people. But I think what what <laughs> makes Ozark Forest Mushrooms so interesting is there's not a lot of people doing this in Missouri. You may you're one of the few, possibly yes. the only person doing yep. the the oak grown um, shiitake mushrooms here because it, it's not a, a it's not a quick turnaround when it no, comes to growing mushrooms. No. It's it's not a quick payoff. You don't plant it in April and harvest it in June. Um, it, it takes a lot longer to to inoculate and then sort of babysit these logs and make sure they're in the right conditions and the right temperature and the right humidity right. to then finally get the product that she's after. So it's definitely a, a labor of love and a time investment as well as a money investment.
0: Well, let's talk about that. What What is the right humidity and temperature? I mean, can somebody who's right. listening to us now, go home and do this?
1: Yeah, well, we're not like a mushroom factory. We actually we don't have a laboratory or climate controlled rooms. We actually use nature or forest uh, to grow the mushrooms. And we do cheat, we use some overhead sprinklers. So yeah, shiitakes really want um, a temperature and a moisture shock. So we soak these logs underwater in water tanks. Uh, after 24 hours, we stack them, and then they'll start fruiting, and then we put these humidity blankets over them, and we'll overhead sprinkle with sprayers um, out in the woods. So they need about a 60% humidity. Um, imagine, you know, mushrooms grow when it's rained. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we sort of wild simulate um, that in the woods. And we need shade. We need about 75 80% shade.
0: So is that what makes your mushrooms different than... Just yeah. about anybody else. Yeah, and
1: so we actually use a pine forest because it's shaded all year round. It's evergreen. And so you can imagine walking through the woods. There's like 20,000 logs just all stacked in uh, different um, orientations, um, all under the shade. Um, and then we have um, tanks where we soak them. And once you've soaked the log and they've fruited, you then have to give them, as I call it, a two-month vacation, and they need to recover. And so what they're doing is they digest the sapwood on the log, not the heartwood, which is in the middle. The sapwood has all the sugars and carbohydrates. And so the the mushroom is slowly, or the mycelium is slowly rotting that log. So you're actually eating Digested wood,
0: and you said this started as a hobby. You sound like a scientist.
1: Well, actually, guess what? I used to be. I used to be a high school scientist in England, um, and I've always loved biology. And I used to go foraging and pickling and canning and mushroom picking with my mother. Um, so it's a natural thing to evolve into. Okay.
0: Well, you've, you've got a fan email here. Oh, I do. Uh, <laughs> a, uh, uh, Paul, who is a listener and lives in Hillsboro, Missouri, uh, said he wanted everybody to know, oh, yes. quote, just how brilliant an operation Nikki and Dan have grown over the last decades. He says they are consummate in their ability to grow mushrooms, supply a superior product to the St. Louis area, And they're also a wealth of information, uh, which they freely share, freely share with anyone fortunate enough to ask them. So um, I know that you you make an effort, a conscientious effort, not to throw away any mushrooms. But what do you do with them um, when they don't sell or they're damaged or you're overstocked?
1: (laughs) Well, they call me Thrifty Nikki for a good reason, <laughs> and um, I think because my parents grew up during the war years, I grew up not throwing anything away. So yeah, if they get wet, we destem them because you can't eat the stems, and we dry them, and we make a lot of dried mushroom products, um, mushroom rubs and powders. Um, I even have a mushroom soy sauce that we make. So, and even the stalks I dry, and we use those in the soy sauce.
2: The, the when you go to the the Tower Grove Farmers Market, which is where I usually purchase uh the Ozark Forest products. There's definitely trays and trays of the mushrooms, just like the ones that we're looking at now. But there's also boxes of the soy sauce and dried mushrooms that aren't available fresh and and mustards and pickles and and uh, hot sauces and just all these different things that Nicola's managed to Mm -hmm. create um but the dried mushrooms I love buying and then soaking and using them they're great they make a great broth for like risotto Mm -hmm. or just anything to give a little extra boost to it quick
0: question because we're running out of time here do Mm -hmm. you ever get sick of mushrooms
1: no I do not (laughs) no I do not well they say a shiitake a day keeps the doctor away in Japan and uh, (laughs) um They are a medicinal mushrooms. N- not an apple, a shiitake. No, no. Okay. They say that's what they say in Japan. <laughs> apparently, it's a proverb. All so, right.
0: Well, listen. No. I want to thank you so much, Nicola McPherson of Ozark Forest Mushrooms and Sauce Magazine Managing Editor, Catherine Cleaney, for joining us today. We appreciate it. Thank you for bringing the uh, mushroom box in. They they are beautiful. I'll say that. Uh, but thank you very much for thank being you. here with us.
1: No, thank you, Sharon.